Welcome to the Everblack Podcast, Lockie and John. Thank you for um, having us. Yeah, great Thank to you. have you here. Uh, so you kicked off 2024 massively with a regional tour with Amity. Um, what show was the most insane? Um, honestly, like that tour was a whirlwind. Every show was sort of ridiculous. Um, yeah, <sighs> just like the fact it was like mainly regional towns. Like, yeah, there's always something in happening. the heat. Like it got weird at so many of the shows. Probably they. I think it was like. I think it was Newcastle. Was it Newcastle, the outside stage? Yeah. And we went swimming before? Yeah, that one. There was just like an outside, like I've only ever played the one venue in Newcastle, which is Cambridge Hotel. So being at an outside venue with like more people in Newcastle than I've ever seen in my entire life, it was like fest vibes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so probably that one. Frankston was also sick. But that's like super hometown for me. So I yeah. really liked that. Yeah. The Northern Queensland shows were... Yeah, they were also, yeah, quite hectic, like Cairns and Early Beach. Lovely to breathe some water. Yes, yeah, I love that, especially when I'm, like, fighting for my life on stage. (laughs) Probably got pneumonia after that, I think, like... But, yeah, honestly, yeah, probably Newcastle or Frankston, like, standouts. So, I mean, you dropped one hell of a collaboration in the new year. Um, Had the whole metal world thinking, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) That uh, was the intention. Yeah. yeah. How, how's the reception been for Sucks to Suck? Um, sick, honestly. I'm trying to do this thing with this new record where I'm not trying to dig too hard into the comments and like the reviews and stuff like that and just trying to like wait until I get to a show to play it. But numbers-wise, that's all I can really see and it seems to be going well, yeah. like yeah, along no, with everything it's, it's else. Killing, like, man. Like, yeah. Blew me away when I first heard yeah. it. Yeah, I think like... I don't know, like, everybody knows Ice-T, like, he's the most, one of the most respected dudes in metal, even though he's, like, a hip-hop artist, he's an actor, like, he's every other thing, like... Can't, you can't rule out body count either. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. exactly, like, everyone knows this dude, um, and, yeah, I don't, I honestly don't know, like, I didn't know what to expect, like, I can't imagine how the fuck they feel, like, <laughs> um, yeah. So, how did the whole Ice-T getting on the track come about? Um... So we did have someone else lined up, but that old, fell through. Flaky, like they ghosted management. Yeah. Like I don't know, if, I don't know if it was them or if it was their management, but they just weren't keen on it. Yeah, so hard to get a hold of. Like it was just like, fuck, we need someone like Ice T. <laughs> and then we we were like, he wrote that. In it literally like, just happened <laughs> like that. I was like, like we need someone like Ice T, like someone who has like attitude and stuff in like the group chat with our manager, and, and she just responded saying. I know his manager. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, we have, like, an American manager, and we just sort of thought, like... Because I always try to think, like, how high can you get through the people you know? Like, I know this person, they know that person, they know this person, and then it was just that. And then, like, within two links, we're at Ice-T, and we're just like, <laughs> yeah. do it. Like, <laughs> send that email. So, out of everyone, who fanboyed the most when meeting him? Oh. <sighs> Dude, no, we were... <laughs> it, it was Benny from Third Eye Visuals, wasn't it? Bro, he was like, yeah, he was freaking out. He was also like on the back seat because he was like sort of taking BTS, but he was just yeah. behind the lens like, that's iced tea right there. Like, <laughs> But we were all like, oh, it was so weird. We're all cooked. Um, yeah. We, what did we do? We had like a show the night before or something and... Yeah, I we, had food poisoning. John had hell of food poisoning. Yeah. 
Um, and we just woke up in a bandwagon at some like dusty as studio in Brooklyn. Everybody feeling shit. Like it was so fucked. We're like getting set up. All right, cool. And then like our, um, uh, Jordan, the dude in charge of the set was just like, he's here. (laughs) I'm going to go get him. Big cool. And everybody was just like, (laughs) and fucking ice T just walks in and we're just like, he's like, so you must be the alpha wolves. (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, hey man. Like, he lives in like New Jersey, all in Brooklyn, and he like just drove his Bentley down. Yeah. Himself, <laughs> yeah. Just, like, just like dolo. Like, um, yeah, just hung out. Like, he was there for like maybe an hour, hour and a half, came there, rocked it, and then just fucked off, and then went to Heidi Klum's Halloween party the next yeah. day. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Like Little Nass and stuff the next day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, we've got the new album. Dropping yep. on April. These 5th. are amazing, by the way. Yeah. These right. are great. Yeah, hey, I need one of these. Great job. It's got to go to the man cave. Yeah. <laughs> Firstly, let me say it, it's fucking massive. It's unreal. The track Thank layout you. is perfect. It flows so well. Um, um, yeah, it's going on constant rotation the day it comes. Hell out. yeah. Um, so first of all, congrats on a piece of musical brilliance. Thank you. Um, how did you find time to write such a colossal album with tours and like back-to-back tours, US tours all over the shop? It was hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was hard. A lot of the songs were bit, like have been written for like 18 months, probably even longer. Yeah. Like, I think before we got super into the tour schedule we were on, we did a good handful of songs beforehand. And then maybe had random ideas throughout and then came home and maybe a few extra songs are added. But we, it was all too scattered and spread apart throughout the touring that we had to like hone in and all get together in one week. Like you were saying before, or John said before, or someone said before, Mitch lives in Brisbane, so it's really hard to write when all of us are down in Melbourne. So we all got a house somewhere in rural Melbourne and just wrote for like a week and just really got everybody's ideas together. Not recorded or whatever, just to be like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, after that, then we really like, we were like, all right, everything's like instrumentally, we got everything we need, let's get cracking on vocals. Um, and then, yeah, I think like the last, like vocals took ages. Yeah, um, we really wanted to spend time on vocals. So yeah, it's been like two, three months doing vocals, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. just like straight... Um, with random stuff in between uh, but yeah I don't know like it's just it's one of those things where it's like you're doing the songs you're doing the songs you're recording every other day and then the album's done and you're like how the fuck did I get here yeah. like there's 12 songs here where did they come from so <laughs> I don't know man it's all like a weird blur yeah um, so there's a national headline tour coming up yep in August yep uh, so what's something that gets you amped when doing your own headline slot compared to, like, a support slot? Uh, you truly get to see the growth in the band. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. You get to see where you're at. Yeah, it's one of the most, like, like one-to-one, um, like, showing of results sort of thing because you play supports or whatever. You probably have some of your fans there. You're probably playing to a lot of another band's fans. Um, yeah. Even when you're headlining, there's still other people there who aren't the biggest fans of you. They're there for the other bands and they're just hanging out. But you're never going to have more of your fans in a room than then. So that's when you hear about it the most. You know, yeah. like I saw a lot of people at the uh, Southport RSL show. Oh, uh, yeah. Like they were there for Amity yeah. and they walked out going, 
alpha yeah. <laughs> and they were hitting the merch the merch desk so it was really good yeah. to see well see that's yeah that's the thing that's what we want to do we want to go around and steal as many bands fans as we can <laughs> and then hopefully see them at the headliner yeah, yeah that's that's sort of the the cycle yeah and you get like full control when you yeah the one tour as well. it is cool to really like choose production yeah show Show. You get yeah. to big dick it basically. Like you get yeah. to be that band and be like, I want these lights. I want the stage set up like this. Like, um, so it is really cool to actually like fully like harness the creativity and proper like like show your band in the best sense it can be shown. Because you do a support tour and it's just like, no, you have to play in front of two drum kits tonight. Uh, we're keeping the monitors on stage. There's risers on there too, so you have no fucking room to move. Like, <laughs> stiff shit. Like, and so now that headlining, you don't have to do any of that. You yeah. have it how, exactly how you want. Like, yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like you eat shit for the longest time and then you, like, you, know, you get to shit, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So, of course, support bands always need to be something that's factored in. Talk yeah. us through uh, the thought process of the support bands for the headline tour. Uh, honestly, like, it's like three different things. Like, we love all the bands there, obviously, and we wouldn't put them on if we didn't think they were, like, amazing bands. Um, but Throne, like, it's Throne. They have, like, the biggest, like, whirlwind in, like, the last year or whatever. They just come out the gate swinging. You, you listen to any song on Spotify and it's thrown next. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They've just like they've like got the shit in the palm of their hands right now. Um, Invent Animate, another amazing band, but they're also like our boyfriends. We've toured with them in the states a couple of times, and they're probably like our best friend as another band yeah. sort of thing, at least like internationally. Yeah. Um, so it's really cool to actually cook up something and being like, hey, come, like, we toured their country with them, so we want to tour our country with them. So, And then yeah. fucking Devil Wears Prada needs no explanation. Like, it's Prada. Like, yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, of course, you know, new album, new merch. Yep. Merch is something you guys just absolutely fucking kill it with. Yep. Um, anything like future products for the masses? Like, are we going to see, like, a, a signature Sabian face mask? Dude, we, we, that was a, an original idea that we are going to do before COVID. Yeah. But then now, COVID like... Hit and then every fucking band done face masks, so we're just like, not going to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's cheesy now. <laughs> but we're always, like, trying to find all the random distributors of different types of garments and, like... Yeah. Things like we like we do clothes like we know how to make t-shirts and hoodies and everything like that like we started getting into bags we got pillows here today like we always wow. just try to like yeah. find all that other extra random shit that hey um, which yeah we just want to do a lot of like even like the box set that we've made for, yeah like, that looks really killer yeah it literally folds out to like a boom box yeah. yeah. Never seen anything like that before. Yeah. So, Strutted, like, outside of, like, a grinder or, like, a stubby holder, like, we just try to do something a bit more, like, oh, Alpha Wolf have, like, fucking chopsticks? Like, what the hell? Like, that's crazy. Like, actual wolves. Actual, <laughs> yeah, yeah, literal, like, yeah. yeah. Actual wolf. Feral wolves. Yeah, Hol holding a katana, yeah. Yeah. 100% <laughs> on one board. Grinders will be sick. <laughs> not a not a weed band. We're not a weed band. So finally, of course, you know, Cult Fest. We're here. Lovely posters here. Um, was that the initial goal for Alpha Wolf to have your own 
festival and what have you got your sights set on in the future? Yeah, so once we've done the first one and how successful it was, we wanted to make it like a yearly thing. Um, we couldn't do it last year just because we were so fucking busy and we couldn't yeah. do like the supports or anything. Like we wanted because everyone yeah, we, we could have done it, but it wouldn't have been exactly how we wanted it. Yeah. So we just pulled the pin on it. Yeah. But um, yeah, we're just going to try and continue it as much as we can and... Yeah. We did uh, a while ago, we did like a pop up shop and just like literally just rented out a space and just sold clothes for like our band, other bands, and stuff like that. And we don't want to just do Cult Fest as like a show. We have all the stalls and like yeah. food trucks and everything, and it's just more of an event. And just like the clothes and trying to do extra shit outside of t shirts, like we want to do something a little bit extra outside of a show. Um, I know it's still a show, but we just sort of want to expand on it every yeah. single time and make it a little bit more interesting and make it like a thing that regardless of the lineup people have like FOMO for yeah. like are you going to cult fest this year like we want it to be happening every year we want it to be like a household sort of festival yeah, name for sure um especially because yeah we grew up like going to like fringe fest and like invasion fest and fucking loud fest and pushover and everything like that and i feel like there's a weird like empty space for shows of this size like not mid-range probably like just below that but like it's not a 30,000 cap festival like good things and it's not like a 20 band metal bill at like some dive bar or whatever like we want to be somewhere in the middle here um and yeah like just try to bring it back to what it used to be there used to be shows like this all the time yeah so yeah uh, awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Really oh, appreciate it. No worries. Your time. Thank you for having and us. Yeah. Let's hit Cult Fest and go nuts. Let's go. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs>